The travel ban from seven Muslim nations has begun, and we will look at the false analogy comparing today's Muslims to yesterday's Jews. I'm Randall Terry. This is Voice of Resistance. Welcome to today's program, friend. I'm Randall Terry. Thank you for joining me. Have you ever seen, of course you've seen, The Christmas Story, is that what it's called? With Ralphie, the boy, you know, he wants the, the Red Ryder BB gun. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. Remember that scene where Ralphie finally beats up the bully? I was watching the news this morning as this whining and crying is going on concerning the, the seven nations who are on a travel ban and people with crocodile tears talking about how horrible it is that we're picking on Muslims, etc. We'll get to all of that. But what occurred to me was that the Democrats and the main fake news, by the way, I'm settling on, instead of mainstream news, I'm settling on main fake news. The Democrats and the main fake news are today's bullies. Now think of every movie you've ever seen, every experience in your own life where you've got a bully. I had it happen to me when I was a kid. Some of you have had it happen where you finally have to fight. You literally have to fight the bully and then you find out he's not so tough. He runs his mouth. What the bully does is intimidates people into submission. Intimidates people into doing his bidding by bullying them. And that's what the Democrats have been doing to Republicans for decades. It's what the main fake news has been doing to Republicans for decades. And now you've got Donald Trump, President Trump, Republican President Trump, who is rolling up his sleeves. He's got a team of men with him, all right? It's like, when you're rigid, you're rigid from your first cigarette to your last dying day, they're ready to rumble. And what are the Democrats and the main fake news doing? They're like the bully that Ralph, Ralphie pummeled in the Christmas story. They're crying and they're saying it's so horrible. Poor little baby, you the big bully and somebody finally beat the crap out of you? The Democrats and the media are the bullies and they're not used to anyone standing up to them. <laughs> I'm, my wife and I watch the news like it's a sport. We're actually laughing, clapping, shouting, once in a while jumping up and cheering like it's a boxing match because finally somebody is fighting the bully and winning. All right, by the way, let's move on, but remember this, this program exists to equip you for brawling, for rhetorical, political, social fighting, all right? So tuck these little tidbits away and use them at the water cooler at your will and you don't have to give us credit, okay? Is that good with you, Bobby Sue? All right. Take time to explain. <clears throat> Schumer the hypocrite, the Jews argument is a false analogy. I've been listening over the weekend, I'm sure that you have as well, to people making the false comparison to the Jews who were seeking refuge at the beginning of World War II. There was actually a boatload of Jews who were trying to find asylum because of the Nazi persecution of the Jews and Major Western nations said no. And this is a blight. 
and, and I want you to understand something. Treating the stranger properly is a Christian duty. So when I analyze this stuff, I want you to understand I'm not being calloused and I do so in the fear of God. But as somebody said in one of their comments, when I lock my doors at night, it's not because I hate the people outside. It's because I love the people inside. So they're making this false analogy between the Jews of the World War II era and the Muslims of today. And I'm going to explain to you why it's laughable, it's absurd, and it shows that these people, the bullies, the Democrats, and the main fake news, they just pull stuff out of thin air and they make it up as they go. Let me start with the glaring one before I take a quick break. This is, this is fresh off the press, okay? This is a news break. The Jews had no connection to terrorism. I repeat, the Jews seeking asylum had no connection to terrorism. Christmas is almost here, and many of us are going through that annual struggle. What do I buy him? What do I buy her? In other words, there's a list of people in our lives that we need to or want to buy gifts for, and we just don't know what to get them. May I recommend not a tie and not chocolate this year, but the new DVD series, What Would Mohammed Do? Islamic Terrorism Explained. This is a serial documentary, something like you might see on Discovery Channel or PBS, that has eight hours of material. And you won't think it's eight hours. You'll be thinking, where'd it go? I want more, I want more. I'm encouraging you, friend, get this. Get multiple copies. And the more copies you get, the greater the discount. I'm letting you know, there are people who are going to watch this after you give them this as a Christmas gift, and they're going to thank you and say, this is one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. Welcome back to the program, friend. I'm Randall Terry. This is Voice of Resistance. Thank you for letting me be a part of your evening. The comparison between Muslims seeking to come from the seven nations that we will look at and the Jews seeking refuge during or before World War II is completely false. Now, if you want to use World War II or the years and months leading up to World War II, there is a great analogy there. In fact, let's focus on it. The analogy is this, Germany, led by Adolf Hitler from 1934 forward, Germany was a threat. Nazism was a threat. The ideology espoused in Hitler's book, Mein Kampf, that ideology showed that if it was lived out by the Nazis, it would be a threat to Jews, to France, to Belgium, to Austria, to the people in the Sudetenland. So there was a threat there, but it wasn't coming from the Jews. It was coming from the Nazis. The problem is that the French and the English would not face the threat. They pretended it didn't exist. You know who the largest trading partner with England was prior to World War II? Germany. And guess what the number one export 
from England to Germany was the number one export. Ready? Scrap metal. I think that went through. Scrap metal. They were making airplanes, Stuka fighter bombers. They were making V2 rockets and then stamped them, returned to sender. And we're killing English citizens and English soldiers with the very scrap metal that England sold to the Germans while the English leadership was going, ma, 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 Germany is our friend, ma, 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 ma. Hitler will stabilize Europe, ma, 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 ma. We don't, we, we want the Germans to be a buffer between France and England and the Bolsheviks in Russia. So if there was going to be an analogy, it was turning a willful blind eye to the threat that Nazism was, the threat of the ideology, the threat of the leadership. So look at today. By the way, I'll grant you that the seven nations that have been put on this travel ban, that haven't produced many terrorist attacks. In fact, let's go ahead and we'll go down this rabbit trail, then we'll come back to the, to the Jew thing, right? <clears throat> These seven nations were picked, in my opinion, for political reasons. They were picked because these seven nations were targeted by the Obama administration as being unstable. In other words, Somalia is a failed state. Libya is a failed state. Iran is a state sponsor of terrorism. So to have these nations on a list is kind of being cute politically. Well, Obama's people targeted these, pointed these nations out as being a problem. So that's why they're on the list. Now to come back to the false analogy, the Jews were not a threat. The Jews of Germany at that time were not a threat. They had no history with terrorism, none. And they were clearly victims. The Muslim perpetrators of terrorism are the threat, okay? They're the threat. And at the time before World War II broke out, the indications were there that Hitler, the German Reich, Nazism was a threat. The Germans marched in to that 30-mile buffer, the Rhineland, and the French and the British did nothing. The Germans took Austria. The Germans and the French did nothing. The Germans took northern Czechoslovakia, and the Germans and the French helped cut the soul out of that nation rather than fight. So when these Muslim nations like Saudi Arabia, like Pakistan, like Egypt, like Afghanistan, when they're connected to terrorism, as we will see in our next segment, that's when the American administration pretends that Islam is not connected to Islamic terrorism. It's a fabrication, just like it was a fabrication when, with the French and the British that the Nazis weren't a threat. It wasn't the Jews that were the problem, okay? It was the Nazis. I'll be right back. Perhaps you have a business or a ministry or a message that you want to get out to multiple thousands of people. We have the avenue for you to do that, this show. 
We are currently seen on over 130 television stations, Monday through Friday, twice a night, 8 p.m. Eastern and 1 a.m. Eastern, and then all times are local. Our advertising rates are so competitive, you'll wonder, why didn't I go to Randall Terry first, all right? Literally, you can reach into these 130 cities for about 50 cents a day per city. Do the math. That's an incredible bargain. And you'll be reaching the type of viewer that you want to buy your product or to hear your message. Contact us as soon as you can. We'll talk about the rates. We'll talk about cutting the commercial for you. And you can reach a lot of people. Welcome back to the program, friend. I believe that I misspoke in the last segment. I said that the French and the Germans did nothing. I meant to say the French and the English did nothing to stop the Germans. Okay, so if I misspoke and I confused you, I apologize. Again, the French and the English did nothing to stop the Germans when they went and took the Rhineland or when they took Austria. And it was the French and the English who helped the Nazis carve up Czechoslovakia and take over what was arguably one of the best defended regions of Europe. The Czechs probably could have fought the Nazis and won on their own, and if the English and the French had helped the Czechs, we would never have had World War II. I've got to tell you one other little bit of world history. When the, when the Germans took the Rhineland in, I believe it was 36, it was a 30-mile buffer zone between Germany and France, there was a plot among the German generals to arrest Hitler and take him out of power if the French lifted so much as a finger to stop them. World War II would have never happened if the French had done their duty. And then when they took Czechoslovakia with the help of the French and the British, there was another German general plot to take Hitler out if the French or the British so much as lifted a finger to stop Hitler. But Hitler had this political demonic genius at the time where he could read his enemies. Okay, he knew that they would cave in. And he was right. And the generals just slipped back into the darkness. So much of the problems of that era can be blamed on the cowardice and the willful blindness of the Germans and the French. And by the way, <laughs> the Germans, I'm sorry, the French and the English, I did it again. The French and the English did the same thing then that American apologists for Islamic nations are doing now. Oh, the poor Muslims, they've got so many arguments with us. They don't like Western corruption, and they don't like all the, the, the sexual innuendos in movies, and they don't like feeling like they're second-class world citizens, and blah, blah, blah. So, and the French and the English were saying, well, the Germans got a raw deal after World War I with the Versailles Treaty, and we've really crushed their economy, and we're forcing them to pay all this war debt, and they have legitimate grievances. So they were making excuses up for Hitler and the Germans and looking the other way. So understand that the uneducated, the foolish and the stupid, they are stupid friends. And I mean that in the educational sense, right? They're stupid. They don't read. They couldn't tell you about the Rhineland to save their life. They couldn't tell you about the Sudetenland to save their life. They just can't because they don't know, but they think, oh, look at that. They didn't even know that the Jews weren't allowed in some of these nations. Really? 
Jews weren't let in. Let's use that. Let's compare the Jews of then to the Muslims of today. No, let's not. And let's focus on something that was brilliantly put out, I believe, by CNN. I loved it. They said, well, if you look at these seven nations, uh, quickly read the roll call, Iran, Iraq, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen. Most of these nations have no connection to any terrorist attack in the United States. And that is correct, all right? There might be some tangential connection with funding and stuff like that. But they say, wait, the, trade, the World Trade Center bombings, well, that was Saudi Arabia. They were from Saudi Arabia. And the San Bernardino attackers, well, the woman Malik, she was born and raised in Pakistan. Yeah, and they're not on the nation ban. And then they go down through the, the people like the blind cleric from New York. He was from Egypt. And the guy who did the bombing down in Orlando, he wasn't from there. And the brothers from Boston, they were not from any of these seven nations. I have a question. Are you trying to prove, make the case that we should in fact ban travel from all Muslim nations for a while? Because you're convincing me. If what you're saying is, look, all these, these seven little nations, you know, they're not producing terrorists. It's Saudi Arabia, it's Egypt, it's Pakistan, it's Afghanistan. You know what? You're right. So why isn't the Trump administration putting a ban on travel from those nations? And I'm telling you right now, it's coming. But what we haven't looked at is the intense vetting. The intense vetting that is going to happen to people traveling from those nations. Because in reality, that's the problem. And oh, just like the French and the English, we're making excuses for the Saudis and we're buying oil from the Saudis, which is the number one source of the funding of Islamic terrorism. So like the Germans trading with the English, we are funding our own demise by not having energy independence from Muslim oil, okay? I'm not saying that if we stop buying Muslim oil, there won't be any more terrorist attacks, but at least we can rest assured that we're not financing it. Are you hearing me? Oh, and by the way, President Trump has lifted the ban on the Keystone Pipeline. Drill, baby, drill. Pump, baby, pump. And let's make sure that those pipes are made in America. I'll be right back. I'm inviting you to not only watch this program, but invite your friends to do it. This show airs on over 130 television stations around the country, 8 p.m. Eastern, and again, 1 a.m. Eastern, all times local. But you might have a friend in another city who can't get it on their television set. They can watch it live on their computer if they want. They can stream it from their computer right onto their television set, as so many do today. That's why Hulu and Netflix and other companies have gotten so big. People are actually using their computer to watch television on their TV set or on their desktop or their laptop. So there's no cost and you can invite your friends to watch this program live at 8 p.m. Eastern or 1 a.m. Eastern on their computer Monday through Friday. And oh, by the way, you can take advantage at our website of gazillions of tools to make you a better Christian. It took me 14 years to write it. Four rewrites, countless edits. I poured my heart and soul into Dragon Slayers. It points a very inspiring and painful book to write. I encourage you to go to our website and look at the reviews that we have gotten from readers of this book. And then 
avail yourself. It's an allegory, and I, I promise you, you'll be inspired. I have been a leader in the pro-life movement for 30 years, and sadly we have not prevailed in our goal to make it a criminal act to kill an unborn baby. There's reasons why we have failed. I wrote this book, a humble plea, to Catholic bishops, to evangelical clergy, and to lay people explaining where we went wrong and what we have to do to prevail. We've made this available as a PDF online for free. I encourage you to go and download your own copy. The Democrats are trying to bring President Obama to heel. And they've used these tricks on Republicans for decades now. And the Republicans, like lost puppies, have usually gone along with it. Now, Trump isn't responding. No, Trump is fighting back and the bullies are starting to cry. And so what do the bullies do? The bullies do what they always do. They go to court. So five little tin pot dictators thus far as of today's filming have said that Trump's uh, executive order is unconstitutional. <laughs> and guess what Department of Homeland Security and certain immigration officials are saying? We're going to obey the order. We're not going to obey you, judge. So <clears throat> the bully has the hitman, federal judiciary, and both the bully and the hitman, the enforcer, they're not getting Trump to do what they want. And what this may be doing on a completely tangential uh, playing field, but really critical for, the, for America and the survival of, of the Republic, what it may be doing is bringing us back to a nation of laws, bringing us back to a constitutional Republic instead of being ruled by judges, all right? We are not a free people anymore. And if someone tells you that we are, they clearly haven't studied the last 40 years of American history. Let's just look at the Obergefell decision, okay? And I know that it's like, wait a minute, that's the homosexual marriage decision. Just listen to me. 37 states in this union had a ban on matrimony between two people of the same gender. 37 states, either in their law or their constitution, okay? So what did the bullies and the perverts do? They went to the judges appointed by Obama and the judges one by one struck down the laws until it got to the Supreme Court, which struck down the laws of all 50 states, struck down the Defense of Marriage Act, the federal law signed by Bill Clinton. And what did God bless him? God rest his soul. What did Justice Scalia say in his dissent? He said, this was a judicial pooch. Okay, that's the German word for a revolution. It was the German word for the overthrow of a government. We have had, and it's been going on for decades. It was the first time that I know of that a Supreme Court justice in a dissent just admitted that we are no longer under a constitutional republic. The judges have overthrown the, the process of law. Okay, so... What Trump is doing with this may be, please God, may be the first round of punches that restores us back to a constitutional government with three separate but equal branches of government. The Congress, executive branch, and the judiciary. And believe me, the concept 
of the founders was two Trumps won. All right? So if the, the federal judiciary and all these little dictators say that marriage can be between two people of the same gender or this ban on people coming from these nations with links to terrorism who clearly have terrorist training grounds. Make no mistake about it. Libya and Somalia are nations that have bases committed to training terrorists. Iran is a state sponsor of terrorism. So putting those seven nations on a list is completely justifiable given the facts on the ground. But the real issue is President Trump didn't go far enough. I am urging you, go to our website, you see it on the screen, and order the new series, What Would Mohammed Do? Islamic Terrorism Explained. You will learn more from that series than everything you've ever read or seen on TV from the beginning of your life until now. Get the series, please. And you'll see, contrary to what people are saying, Islam is a threat to our liberties and to our Christian heritage. Go watch it.